0: Hello and welcome back to the Lack of Depth Football Podcast. My name is Kyle Began and in today's video I'm going to be trying to do another video sub 10 minutes on my watch list for game game week 25. I'm pre-recording this a little bit so we can't talk about my exact issues at this current point but I'm pretty sure I've got a problem with Martial because he came off yesterday at halftime and looked generally unfit and bad before then and hasn't been very good in the weeks prior. So generally I'm looking for someone in around the Martial price point. I've also got a lot of City defenders, so we can kind of, by a lot I mean two, but most, in the top thousand, most people don't have one. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so the first group of players I want to talk about is the fact that I don't own any Arsenal players apart from Saliba. And the current kind of congestion of fixtures means that it's not an optimal time to bring in an Arsenal player at all. But as this is my watch list, I think a lot of people were kind of waiting to see which Arsenal player to bring in, and I still don't really know the answer to that question. I just know that it's not a terrible idea to own all of them. If you think, like, I think, like, Arsenal are going to win the league, then, like, how is it that different from owning De Bruyne, Foden and Marez last season when you thought they were going to win the league, if they were nailed every game? So I think I might have missed out just how important these assets are. And so it's not entirely off off of my kind of, I was going to say brainwave, but it's not a kind of out completely out with my vision to consider bringing in all three of these players. It is right now, just because the fixtures I haven't lined up, that that's a good idea. But all three of these players, I think, are great options. And so you guys do as well. And so I w- don't really need to say much more. Before I... Go into them later on. I'm genuinely considering a midfield of Martinelli, Saka, Odegaard, March, and Matoma to see if that can kind of fling our rank through the roof. But also taking risks like that is the reason why my rank is so ass at the moment. Next, and then Gabrielle. Slightly different option here. Ben Mees back in the list, which I know caused an issue at the time, but Ben Ben Mees back in our watch lists. For a few reasons. If you ask yourself honestly who looks like they're going to keep a clean sheet in any of their games, I genuinely think that the answer are the answers are Arsenal and Brentford and Newcastle. And if you consider the fact that, I'll get onto this later on, the fact that Newcastle's fixtures fall off an effing cliff in three weeks' time. This is from the start of game week 25. If you consider that Their fixtures fall off a cliff and they don't have double game weeks or anything like that in three weeks' time. Is it worth bringing them in to just remove them again? I don't know. That's a personal decision. It's up to how many transfers you've got. But I don't think that planning for the long term, considering that I'm not exactly rich in transfers and I do have some ground to make up, I don't think gambling on it paying off, bringing in a set of defenders who don't get bonus points just to take them back out again. And say you line up with Gabrielle and me... It's not unheard of that you get two goals from two centre-backs from corners in the same game week. So, yeah, I would just think about that. And then other than that, we have we might have missed the main hop-on point, but I'd consider Thiago Silva as well. Uh, then I've got Rodri, because Man City have the second-best fixture in the league. They're also second in the league. Rodri's also nailed. And although he's 9.1 million for a midfielder instead of a City defender. If you consider it from the perspective that no City defenders are really nailed anymore and they're not keeping clean sheets, this could be the best way to use your money. Then, more interestingly, Brighton have the third best fixtures from now until the end of the season. From Game Week 25, their fixtures are Leicester, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace, Fulham, Newcastle, which is a difficult one, and then West Ham United, who are playing terribly and will continue to play terribly until they get rid of Moyes. Yes, his stats are awful. Non-penalty goals in the 21st percentile. That's because March has always played fullback, And the positions he's taking up right now are on the opposite side of Matoma. He's balancing out that system and he's running these really... I was going to say direct routes, but he's, his lines of play, the way he's cutting in is, is aggressive and he's finishing chances, not just creating them, which again is encouraging because you get much more points for a goal than an assistant FPF, uh, an FPF in Sky FF. <laughs> And yeah, I think if you're considering Matoma, you've got to consider March. And I think with yes fixture run coming up, if you're in a terrible position like me, I don't think a March and Matoma double up is that stupid. In fact, I'd go as far as to say I'm really considering it because I've got a few players I need to get rid of. They're both affordable and it could blow up huge. Uh, I also, Rodrigo has had a ton of shots recently and so I would consider going there if I liked Leeds, but I think the Leeds manager may get sacked and so that would change things. Uh, Actually, question for the Leeds fans. Have any Leeds players improved apart from Rodrigo since, um, I was going to say since Solly March came in? But since the, since the manager came in, the lovely American guy with all the charisma in the world, have any of the players improved? I don't know. I think Tyler Adams is good. Next on my list is uh, Martinez. Luke Shaw's getting passing tears playing Martinez's position. Martinez is good. I think he will be nailed. I think Shaw will move back out to the wide position. And so I think Martinez, I was listening to the 3-for-1 podcast this week and they were talking about how no one at the moment is really, no defenders at the moment are really consistently getting, some of them are consistently getting clean sheets, like your Newcastle defenders, and some of them are consistently getting bonuses, like, I don't know, but you know what I mean. But no one's consistently getting both. I think, albeit Arsenal's a hard game, but Crystal Palace leads Leicester, even Brentford, really, if you consider the fact that Man United will go into that with some real kind of gusto, with a bit between their teeth, and with... A bit of vengeance, really, in their mind. If you consider all of these things, there's no reason that Martinez can't get three clean sheets and bonuses in every single one of those games. And so he's kind of tough to miss out on. And so, yeah, he's definitely on my radar. I've also got Shaw on this list um, because he's Shaw and uh, all the other defenders are bad. And uh I've got I'd rather have Martinez than Shaw and then I've got De Gea on this list as well. Here is his data. Oh, <laughs> I've got I don't know if it's this way. I've got De Gea on this list as well. Uh same fixture run. Uh, terrible is that he's just not that good a keeper. And Matt and you have been having a difficult time for a long time. But I need to replace my goalkeeper. And if I brought in De Gea, I could maybe hold him longer than I'd be able to hold a Newcastle goalie if I kept him. But I just think all things considered, the the time for bringing in De Gea or bringing in Pope might have passed me by. And so I need to be a bit more creative. We're about to talk about Brentford, so don't worry, it. we'll get to there soon. Uh, yeah, it's just, so here's my thing with Kane. I don't own him, and a lot of people do. And the reason why a lot of people own Kane is because everyone else who's expensive is just not worth it. Uh, Salah hasn't turned up. Well, the whole of Liverpool hasn't turned up. Uh, Son hasn't turned up. I own him by like a few like really unfortunate events. Obviously, I'd rather own Kane. I'm not a moron, but um, yeah, I'd rather think of like what 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 to analyze about Kane. He just he really consistently gets returns, and if you consider the fact that everyone's got to get rid of Cancelo right about now, they don't have to. I'll hold him for another couple of weeks, probably. But I'm just saying that like, there's money around. And when there's money around and Haaland and Kane are guaranteed returns all the time, I think that's probably where your money should be. And if you consider the fact that, again, Salah hasn't turned up. And De Bruyne has turned up a little bit, nowhere near the extent of last season because he doesn't need to be the same goal threat that he was last season. He's more of a creative facilitator because he's playing off to the side of Haaland and now they've confused Cancelo's position. So they're, the actually they're creating is just not the same. That made me sound smart, I think. <laughs> but all of, all of those things together, De is not the same option that he was, and you're never going to captain him because Haaland exists. And so I would always go for Kane over De Bruyne. Which I think you all already know because you own him. But this is my watch list. Next, Ben me, Benedict me, Benjamin me. Look at that. that. <laughs> He's... What do I feel about... I feel excited. Like, Leeds. Southampton. The way Brentford are playing at the moment, I'm not confident they're going to concede against Arsenal. Are you? Is that what you're gambling on? And then, and then, I've got to put Raya in because I made this stuff in a rush because I'm just a general idiot. But... Why not Raya as well? I've got me... I've got Raya. Do you know what I mean? You can see it coming together. Me's going to score the goals. Raya's going to get saves. I don't know if he will, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm excited about Brentford options and I think you have to put your money there when all of the big teams aren't performing. And that's how you afford afford upgrades to... from Martial to Kane and things like that. That's quite a jump, but you know what I mean? And then, Trippier I've got on the list because I just wanted to talk a bit about the fact that I have missed the Newcastle turn and why I'm not jumping on. uh. 3 for one podcast made a great point. You'd really need to own two Newcastle defenders in order for it to give you any boost to your rank. And so I'd have to bring in two in order to see any real benefit of it. Otherwise, I'm trying to kind of cut my losses but accept a level of loss anyway. And it also feels like playing the fixtures that have happened rather than the fixtures that are coming. If you consider the fact... Like, I've only put them grey. But those three fixtures, if you put Brentford in... like. Those three fixtures are horrible fixtures for anyone. And although I think that Newcastle will quite comfortably keep Liverpool out, it's not what I want to bet my house on. Yeah. So (laughs) that's our our stuff. Uh, Thank you very much for coming. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions. And uh, yeah, I hope it was quick. Um, stop coin